What's good, everybody? It's your man, Big Dunn, coming live at you another True Face Podcast, episode number 25. Uh, this is a little special podcast for you guys, for all my Game of Thrones fans. Uh, we're going to talk to talk about the uh, Season 8 prediction, my predictions for Season 8, as well as um, a possible casting for the Robert Rebellion, if they ever, ever um, record, um, um, cast that movie and make either the movie or the series of Robert Rebellion. Um... I'm shocked to see that this 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 series is going to end um, with season eight with only six episodes. It's going to be April fourteenth when the first episode arrives. Um, as many of you guys have seen earlier, probably two days ago, that the first the new trailer for Game of Thrones season eight, which is I'm telling you, I can't wait for I can't wait for the season to start. I really can't wait. There's a lot of a lot of unexpected unexpected things that I thought was going to happen. Um, just seeing Arya running around the crypts of Winterfell, pitch dark. We don't know who she's running from. From Jamie arriving at Winterfell, and from John realizing his um his true parentage and true identity. Um, it's a lot lot to take in, and I can't I can't wait. I really can't wait. But let me give you guys my predictions on season eight. What's going to happen? Um, first first you know. I, when when my friend Joey G, you know, he's also a sponsor of my podcast, came and told me about Game of Thrones. At first, I wasn't really too into watching the uh, the show. I thought it was another uh, Lord of the Rings type of thing. I'm not a big fan of Lord of the Rings, but I thought it was something like that. But once I finally took a chance to watch the show, I watched season one, albeit not too not too closely, but watched season one. And for me, when it really turned on for me that. I really, I really liked the show. The show was season three, and from there I was just binge watching, binge, binge watching, binge watching it all the way up to season seven, all the way to the end of season seven. Uh, I had schoolwork to do. I already couldn't even do schoolwork. I had to watch another episode of Game of Thrones. I, I spent nights. I spent a whole night watching one season. Season, f- season five. I watched the whole season overnight. Didn't even sleep. But enough of that. Um, Let's get to my prediction. My prediction of season eight. You know, I've been watching a lot of um, predictions on YouTube, everyone else's predictions and things like that. But I, the, the originally, when I originally wrote up this this podcast, I had different predictions. But after after the trailer, I had to change some things in there. Gave me some clues what what may happen. But first things first, uh, my predictions, which I hope they really get the hope they really get into, is. Um, the possible marriage between Gendry and um, Arya, you know, them two have a um, history together back in uh, season one and two when, when they were trying to run away from um, the Lannister armies who was trying to um, execute Robert's bastards as well as trying to find Arya Stark to hold her as a prisoner. So I, I hope the season really touch upon their their possible marriage, or but I know they're going to touch upon their reunion. Uh, albeit, how long will they touch upon that reunion, given that it's only going to be six episodes? So, and um, I also believe, I believe that um, Gendry, Gendry is the legitimate son of Cersei Lannister and Robert, Robert Baratheon. Reason being, there's too many clues that leads up to it. First of all, Gendry doesn't, know, doesn't even know his mother. He said he, she was at a brothel or something like that. Plus... The whole story about Cersei losing her first child, the one before Joffrey, has never been fully explained. It just was explained that she lost the child. Did she have a miscarriage? Or was it born? 
born and then died, that story has not been um, fully explained, which which gives my theory to the fact that Gendry is the legitimate child of both Cersei and Robert Baratheon. And also one another 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 prediction. I th- I believe that John and Daenerys will be married, but I don't think I don't think they both will make it to the last episode. I hope they do, but I, I'm 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 quite sure only one of them will make it to the last episode. And um, my theory is my prediction. I th- I believe that Jon Snow will be sitting on that on that throne. I truly believe that. And um, just just beware though. Of possible traitors in the season from the uh, camp of John and um, Daenerys. First traitor, Sansa Stark. Possible traitor, Sansa Stark. She's been running, she's been um, hanging around Littlefinger a bit too much in, in the later seasons. So she's probably um, developed some ability to deceive people around her, in which she has done, done so in season seven to John about not having the veil. Under her, under not the, the about the veil that she controls the veil because of uh, the help of um, Littlefinger, Peter Baelish, and um, Tyrion Lannister. I, I think he possibly could be a traitor. Reason being because what happened? There's a scene that he went to go talk to Cersei. There was a scene that was cut out purposefully, I believe. You don't know what was said when the the cameras was away from them. They never shot that scene. There's some probably some underlying deal between Tyrion and Cersei, and plus when John goes to goes to Daenerys' room on the boat on the uh, boat, and he Tyrion is peering over around from the corner, he didn't look too happy that he entered the room, that John entered the room with Daenerys. Why? Does he know the truth about them already? Does he know the truth of John's identity? Was what 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 was um. What was his? Why did it, did that bother him so much? Did he love um, Daenerys also? Answer that we probably will never get an answer to. Hopefully, we get the answers in season six. And another possible possible traitor, possible traitor is Bran Stark. Reason being, if you, I, I've watched this, I watched the Game of Thrones all seven seasons over and over again, and. I believe Bran is the one that's controlling everything around him from the from the season one to season um to season going to be season eight because of his powers as a, as a three eyed raven. He controls everything. He's the one that sent Benjamin to save John when John fell um fell into the icy waters as Daenerys and and the and the crew left the north. The, the left beyond the wall. I believe he sent Benjamin to save John. Why did he send Benjamin to save John? Because, you know, I believe John is the prince that was promised. So, and that's probably the reason why he did that also. But late, I do believe also, when it's all said and done, Bran does become the next Night King. It, it Because... When when John defeats the Night King, he's gonna be able to walk into um Bran's body and take part of him be part of Bran. So that's what I believe. He's Bran's gonna be the next Night King. And they already created they already connected in season uh season six and season six and seven when um Bran was being trained by the previous three three eyed Raven. 
and he wore he walked into walked too too long into the in, into that raven going beyond the wall and the uh, night king caught him and put his hand on his wrist that was the first connect first bonding of the night king and Bran Stark and I, I know I when I wrote this I said that John will ride Drogon but I'm I'm after seeing the trailer John's going to be riding Rhaegal for sure and him and Daenerys is gonna ride, gonna fly, into once they defeat the Night King, fly into King's Landing and try to, um, you know, take over, take over the throne from Cersei. Albeit, I believe um, John will be captured by the Golden Company. I truly believe that. If you look at the clip, if you go on YouTube and look at the clips on YouTube, and you see John, you see clips of the um, shooting the scene when John and Cersei in King's Landing together. You know, the guys that do the um, predictions and the spoilers on YouTube believe it's going to be a marriage. Nah, I don't think it's going to be a marriage. I think it's going to be a, a, a trade. Um, either John's life for Tyrion's life or John for someone else's life. John's going to be the pawn in Cersei's plan to, to um, maintain her spot on the Iron Throne. So, and I was just, I do, and... um. I also did put in my notes here. I I do believe Arya may ride Rhaegal, but I don't think that's going to happen. So I'm gonna scratch that um, prediction. The Hound, my main man, the Hound, does defeat the Mountain in King's Landing. He does. He does beat his brother. However, he's gonna die because of injuries sustained from that battle. This has been um Sandal Sandal Clegane's destiny to defeat his brother, Sir Gregor, and I believe he's gonna um achieve it. Albeit he's gonna die, die because of it. So, I I love the Hound. Hound is one of my favorite characters in the Game of Thrones. Between him and and um, Sabron, one of my favorite characters, two of my favorite characters, and um, Jamie Lannister has grown to be one of my favorite characters also. Now let's talk about Jamie Lannister's um, Endgame in um in the Game of Thrones predictions. I believe Jamie. Jamie and Brienne does survive the attack on Winterfell by the White Walkers. And um, I believe Jamie, because of his love of Cersei, is going to end up dying, end up being killed by Arya. When Arya tried to fulfill her list of people she has to kill, he's going to take the sword for Cersei before Cersei eventually meets her demise also. And as Jamie gets stabbed by Arya, while protecting um, Cersei, he's going to end up in Brienne's arms and die in Brienne, die in the arms of Brienne. That's what I believe on, on prediction, day and game. And I, I also believe that Grey Worm, Tormund, half of Dorath, Dothraki, and Unsullied armies, as well as um, Egg, I mean Ed from the Night's Watch, they're, both, they're all going to die at Winterfell. They're all gonna die. Winterfell become the Whites, and then be kill- eventually killed once John defeats the um, the Night King with help from his birth, his um, true father, Rhaegar Targaryen. Yes, I said it. I believe Rhaegar is gonna make a return. We come make a return in season eight as Azor High. And he's gonna wield. He's gonna He's gonna wield Lightbringer, who which will possess the soul of Lyanna Stark. 
and saves John from the Night King from Night King and John will also John will receive Lightbringer from Rhaegar. Now question is how does Rhaegar come about in season eight? In my opinion, Rhaegar is Jaken Hagar, the faceless, faceless man. Rhaegar has been, has been disguised, in disguise all this time. You, you guys may dispute that from me. That's fine. But like I said, this is my show. This is my prediction. I, I could be wrong. Like I said before, Night King does walk into Bran before he takes that final blow from Lightbringer, from, from John. And um, in the winner of the Game of Thrones, by the end, of, by the end of the whole show, will be Jon Snow. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna end up being sitting on the throne, even though he doesn't want the throne. He's gonna be sitting on the throne, but he's gonna sit on the throne with, with a lot of questions, a lot of sadness in his heart because he's. I believe he's gonna be raising his child with Daenerys by himself. So I believe Daenerys will not make it to the will not make it to the end, end of the show. Like I said, I hope she does, but I, my feeling is she's gonna end up being 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 dead also, due due to the injuries, through the battles, with um the not only with the Night King's arm, the White Walkers and the Night King, and also with the battles with the Golden Company. Both dragons die at the end. I, that's the worst kept secret. Both dragons die at the end. Rhaegal and Drogon. And um, but they, however, they both will make it to King's Landing. Drogon and Rhaegar both make it to King's Landing. They'll die at King's Landing, with help due to the golden the, the towns of the Golden Company. And um, as you can see in the trailer, if you guys if you guys watch the trailer, um, you see John and Daenerys walking towards the dragons, mount the dragons, and fly off. However. They fly off over the King's Landing once they beat the the Night King, but the one I can't wait for the battle scene and um, but the fight the the battle at Winterfell the Night Walkers and um, and the people living, you see um Grey Worm kissing um Masande, his final kiss to her. You see in um Sir Davos walking. On Winterfell's on the clip on the um balcony of Winterfell preparing for battle. You see the all the lords of the north coming together with their armies waiting for for the siege of Winterfell by the night walk by the White Walkers and the Night King. Also, Night King, his um his true identity density is in the crypts of Winterfell. That's you know, I believe his his identity is in Winterfell. I believe he's a he is a Stark. So but the um John's council, once he becomes the the king of Westeros, his his truly right, Davos Seaworth will, will be his hand, Jorah Mormont will be the new no, no Night Watch commander, and Samuel Tully will be the Grand Maester of King's Landing. And Genji Baratheon will be the Warden of the North as Arya Stark, or maybe Sansa Stark as his um as his wife, one of those, one of those two, one of those two um, women Starks, female Starks, Arya or Sansa will be the Lady of Winterfell, as wife of Gendry, and then at the end, Bran becomes a Night King. So, 
that is my prediction. That's my season eight predictions. Now I want to hit you guys up. For, I want to hit you guys up for another casting. I spoke with spoke about this with my coworker at work, and she's a big Game of Thrones fans, Game of Thrones fan. And um, I had a prediction. If 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 they ever um, were to record the uh, movie of the movie of Robert's Rebellion, or even do a series of Robert's Rebellion, and I, and if and I was had the pleasure of being the cast the cast casting director for that, these are the people I would lo- love to. Um, Act as as the as the main characters of the story of Robert's Rebellion, and I will start with this. I'm gonna start with um Rihanna um Liana Stark. Ariana Grande should be Liana Stark. She's young, pretty. She has nice brunette hair. I believe she works for that role. Rickard Stark, Ned Stark's father, Russell Crowe. Why not? He fits the part. He's older. Brutish man. Um, he fits the role with the beard and all that stuff. He fits that part. Young Eddard Stark. I was going back and forth on this choice, but I'm gonna go with Theo James. Now, anybody who knows Theo James, he used to be he he was in Underworld, Blood Wars, and um, an, um, Annihilation. I think he'd be a good good choice for um, Young Eddard Stark. Young Benjamin Stark would be Tom Holland, which is the which is the current Spider Man. You can't go wrong with that. And the Mad King, Ares Targaryen. I was going back and forth between um, him and um, Kiefer Sutherland. But I'm going to go with Liam Neeson as the Mad King. His voice fits fits the whole burn them all and all that stuff. So I'm going to go with um, Liam Neeson for that. And Rhaegar Targaryen. He should, um, the guy who should play him should be Alexander Starsgard. Anybody who doesn't know Alexander Starsgard is um, Eric from True Blood. Any True Blood fans? Yeah. He fits that part perfectly. That's his, that's his role. And the young Robert Baratheon, my main man, Gerard Butler. He should be um, Robert Baratheon, young Robert Baratheon. He fits that part perfectly. And Rayala Targaryen, the wife of Mad King, Nicole Kidman. And Tyrone Lannister will, will will remain the same with Charles Dance as Tyrone Lannister. Do some CGI, make him look a little younger. And also, Jamie Lannister will, will remain the same with Nicola Costa Waldo. You know, like I said, CGI will make him a little younger. Um, and now I get to Brandon Stark, Ned's older brother. Um, I'm gonna go with. Um, I had two choices for this. I had, I had a two choices between Henry Cavill. And Kiefer Sutherland, I'm gonna go with Henry Cavill, Superman, as Brandon Stark. You know, he fits them all a little bit better with the uh, with the accent and the brunette hair. You know, Kiefer Sutherland could could easily could be either Brandon the um, Brandon Stark or Mad King, but I'm gonna choose Henry Cavill. You guys can argue about me, argue about it with me about that if you like. And also Ben Ben Kinsley should be the Dornish Dornish King at the, at that time of Robert's Rebellion, as the father of Elia Martell, Oberyn Martell, and um, now the final main character of this story. Um, you know, I I didn't go into uh, Arthur Dane or Sir Barristan, but I'm gonna go with the, this final character. I'm gonna go with um, Elia Martell, Jessica Alba. She has the perfect skin complexion. The perfect um, brunette hair. Jessica Alba definitely fits the role of Elliot Martell. You know? 
You guys can argue with me about that all you want, but this is, if I was the casting director, I would choose these particular actors for these particular characters for the Robert's Rebellion um, storyline. Truth be told, it will never happen because of one reason. About these people being being casted as these as these characters, money. These these actors are gonna chart gonna ask for a high high price for their services for this Robert's Rebellion. But if they were to do it, and these guys were willing to take a discount to do this um do these ser- do the series on Robert's Rebellion, go for it. I think it'll be I think it'll, it'll just work perfectly in my eyes. It worked perfectly. So, let me tell me, um, definitely, guys, let me know what you think about this episode. Comment me. Like my page on Facebook, True Players Podcast. Um, send me messages, comments, and um, feedback on the True Players Podcast webpage. And I will definitely answer, answer those um, comments on the next podcast for you. Um, like I said, definitely, this is, this is a, a change of pace of my um, episodes. As we try to diversify my episodes on True Players Podcast, get into more um, um, relationships, politics. We're still going to maintain the theme of sports, but also diversify my podcast and reach more audiences, which I promise you guys I will. I promise you guys I was going to talk more about relationships. I promise you guys I'm going to talk about more other things outside of sports. And um, once again, guys, thanks for listening to my podcast. Definitely hit up. You know, my main man, Joey G, on his um, radio station, Joey G Radio. Um, my episodes also episodes will also be on his radio show, radio station also. You can catch my catch my podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. And definitely, guys, I'm going to sign off on this podcast. I'll talk to you guys soon with a new episode. In the end, I'll holler at you guys later. Listen to this um, Game of Thrones um, theme. Once again, I don't own the rights to this theme, so to the theme of Game of Thrones, but definitely listen to it. Peace.